You're listening to The Big Show with George Russick and Matty Rose on Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Oh, yeah. It's Friday. It's The Big Show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. You hear Mr. Worldwide. Means the Flames won. 4-3 victory in Buffalo last night. Um... It's a good day to be a Flames fan. Was that? Big win. Yep. 4-3. Sure. Um, Dan Miller a little shaky the first period. Battled. Settled, his down, settled himself down. Battled. Uh, big win, 4-3. Yep. And the Oilers lost 4-1 in Philadelphia to the Flyers. Oof. Too bad for them. Jay Woodcroft, not happy after the game. Look at, look at the smile on your face. What are you talking about? Yeah, look. You want you want a broadcasting thing? <laughs> they told us they taught this in first year yeah. or second year. Second year. What are you talking Vocal about? Vocal smile. Yeah. Ah, I yeah. Know. Smile when you talk. What are you talking about? But you can you can literally hear it if you're happy and you're smiling. Oh, you yeah. can hear it in your voice, like you. You were just oh, smiling today? about Jay Woodcroft. Really? There. You were. He's so angry. I've had it's easier to do on radio than it is on TV. He's so angry. To do the smile talk. It's so bad. Yeah. Um. How about Rick Talk calling Canucks soft again? Did, did he? he really? No. No, he didn't yesterday. I thought he didn't. I thought he said he liked their compete. He Rick Talk at post sound. Duh, duh, duh. Love the battle. Gotta clean up. Crucial mistakes. Always talk about don't duplicate mis- I mistakes. I thought he called him soft again. Penalty kill is good. I thought he said like, the only player that was good was Demko. Thought we played really good. There's oh. pressure moments. Got to make sure Not you're bad. in right spots at the right time. Really happy with team effort. Four crucial mistakes. Got to give Demmer a chance. Yeah, yeah. Well, those mistakes were the chaos draft. Yeah, oh, He did two of them. Oh, he, t- he tackled Elias there Patterson. Were, there was a handful <laughs> of things that I did love as the hockey night was taking part. And one of them was Canucks Media tweeting about the chaos draft. It was trending. That is, yes, it was. Chaos draft was trending. Yeah, and then of course um, the Flames winning and Jay Woodcroft dropping an f bomb in a press conference always has me. I just it was a good day of <laughs> it was hockey. Flames only Canadian day. team that won, so and there was a lot of them. There's like five Canadian teams played yesterday. Yeah, that's yeah, too bad. Um, that's... It's too bad. Uh, Flames with a. <laughs> are you playing the violin? Yeah, it's a really <laughs> small one. You are. Um, it's too bad for them. Flames with a four three win. Last night. Um, very interesting game, especially early on. Mm-hmm. Um, Jonathan Huberto scores a goal that I don't think ever goes in in the NHL, <laughs> but it did there. Throw it on net. Good Throw things happen. Net. That was Flames of last year. Just put the puck on the net. Yeah. Good things happen. Hey, like, granted, at, at that point, I think he realizes that the goaltender's out of the net, and if but, I can just get this thing to the crease, it has a chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he did. Yeah. And he yeah. got the goal. He was not good in the first period. Devin Levi, no. No, Jonathan Huberto. Oh. Like, he had, like, six or seven passes that were just grenades. Yeah. <laughs> Made up for that third period. Did, that uh, block, man. Huberto, that block was nice. What did? Yeah, and he was hurt. Yeah. What did you guys... Um, yeah, he was real hurt, hey? <laughs> yeah, he was laughing on the bench. <laughs> yeah. He, <laughs> I was like, yeah, milk that one. Long shift. Get off the ice. Yeah, what a hero. Um, what did you guys think of uh, Devin Levi's kit? Oh, those Pretty pads, good. yeah, man, the With blue, the yellow, blue logo on yeah, it. I like yeah. it. Yeah, that's nice. Sabers logo on the blocker. Yeah, I like Devin Levi quite like, a bit. When the Flames and Sabers get together, and since the Flames went back to their reverse or their their olds, and same with the Sabers, this is one of the this is the best jersey matchup in the NHL. Oh wow! Okay, yeah, Whoa. I love. Yeah, Whoa. I love. I love you get the, the, I the, like the bright Buffalo blue jerseys. and gold with mm-hmm. the Sabers, and it, it can reverse it. In. When the Sabers are here, same thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I can get behind that. Yeah, I love the blue and gold of the Sabers. Yeah. I love the Buffalo Slug because Buffalo Slug because that's kind of what I grew up with. But, I like the Goat but, Head, but I'm no, not. But the Goat Head is was my favorite. But I'm also oh sorry, not the Buffalo Slug. The, the Goat, goat Head, head yes. the, the black and red. Yeah, the Buffalo Slug was really bad, and I didn't like that shade of blue. Their the, jerseys right now are very good, and I like the old black, red, and gray. From yeah. Stupid. Oh, I, I love also, those. <laughs> the worst one they had, they had a third jersey that was like just like a bullseye. It looks like they were playing for Japan. Oh, like the black and the and then just yeah, the but it was like a red and then like, they had like circle. sabers written on the on the on the bottom of the yeah, it was there. stupid. Yeah, like who designed this? It was the it was the early two thousands. NHL was having fun with their jerseys. <laughs> Philadelphia you had like a, 
Did no, I, I, I don't know the one you're talking about. Just Google Red Bullseye Sabres jersey. Red Bullseye. There, I got it. stupid. Right yeah, you already got it. Yeah. Look, it's stupid. Oh, yeah. And then the, the neck on it, like How, I, I, like the U neck. Yeah, that's a no for me, dog. I like the black and red only with the really angry buffalo. And they used to have him on the scoreboard. And he used to just blow smoke out of his nose. That's great. I love that. So I angry. Also remember, remember when the uh, the old scoreboard fell at the old Marine Midland yeah. when it first opened? Yeah, I remember that. That was terrifying. Yeah, imagine if would have <laughs> fell during play. Yeah, I think about that every time I cross the jumbotron at the Saddle Dome. I also fall. worry about those giant. A uh, thousand pound concrete slabs. Yeah, there's a lot that I worry about in that building. Don't worry, it'll be gone soon enough. <laughs> it'll be gone. It'll be out of her nightmare soon. Hey, you know what they should do? What? They should build a new saddle dome in the shape of a saddle. Yeah. Make it a cowboy hat. Is that, is that really what you think? Hey? What about a spur? A boot with a spur. Boot with a spur. <laughs> a giant boot. Can you imagine? The giant boot. Okay. The Alberta boot. Spur. And the practice rings <laughs> in the spur. Mm. On the toe. Yeah. You're welcome for all these good ideas. Patrick and I want to build an arena in the shape of a boot. I was going yeah. to make it an entire cowboy. It's the Italy. <laughs> yeah. It's the Italy of NHL arenas. Okay. That's what we want to build. This is good. This is really good. A giant cowboy boot. Uh-huh. How unique. How big is it going to be? Giant. Massive. Like, how big is the boot part going you to be? You see it from space. It's going to be okay, about... Okay, yeah, good. It'll be about 50 stories high. The basically... Wall of China? Yeah. Calgary's new arena. Okay, space. good. Space. Yeah. Too bad the Earth's flat. You can see it from space. You can't, you can't see the Great Wall from space. It's a myth. Yes, you can. It's a myth. The line. Yeah. It's not flat. When they allegedly go to space or allegedly go to the moon. Um, Flames the 4-3 win last night in Buffalo against the Sabres. How do we get here? Yeah. You should see all the hints Buzz Aldrin drops. 4-3. Sabres. Uh, he's a crackpot. Okay. Is Stop he? Stop it. Is he, or is he a paid actor? 4-3, <laughs> Sabres lose to the Flames last night. Flames with a big win. Buzz Aldrin, paid actor. Okay, <laughs> stop giving him ammunition. Um, Second man on the moon. How good? Yeah, yeah, because he was the one filming it. Um, what? <laughs> where do they, how do they, anyway. Um, oh, look, he's walking off. How are they filming this? Um, fourth line last night was really good. Yeah. Sharon Govich woke up. Best I game as a Calgary Flame. Missed a couple golden opportunities. Not the first period. Like, why? Like, you had a great opportunity. To shoot the puck, buddy. But you pass us back to a trailing AJ Greer. Yeah. Greer's going to go like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they sure. were good. It was good fourth line. And they've yeah. been good all year. They were flying around out there. Walker Dewar flying around Big on goal. one side. AJ Greer, I continue Again. to very much like this guy. My man, Walker Dewar. An AJ Greer jersey. I really like Sharon Govich down on that fourth line, guys. I'm going to say it. I don't care if he moves up or down. I think it gives him a little bit more speed and skill on a fourth line. Mm-hmm. And, I, and you've talked about it. You think Walker Dewar could be a guy that later in his career could play up the lineup? If you put a guy with I a little do. bit more skill, I think that that's a line that can score against other bigger, heavier fourth lines if that's going to be your matchup. And there were times where that line had the Tage Thompson group hemmed in. I believe the goal they scored, it was against the Tage Thompson line, and they had them hemmed in for like 30, 45 seconds before they found the back of the net. You know, they, they I believe it was them on the ice in the third period when the Buffalo Sabres did get their goal, the Paterka goal. Uh, I think Greer just kind of lost Paterka a little bit in a soft spot in the slot there. But overall... Every shift they went out, it felt like it was going in a positive direction. So, yeah. And, and even on the shift where they allowed the goal, they almost forced a turnover like three or four times in the opposing zone yeah. before it came down into their end and they allowed the tally. So I thought the fourth line was outstanding yesterday. Is there two things that we threw the hex on more this week? Matthew Phillips scoring and Tage Thompson scoring. Oh, yeah. I don't think we did the hex. I think we were just like very astute broadcasters and just understood how things were going. Oh, uh, we're George. journalists. Here. No, we're not. Very, no, very big stop. I mean, it was only a matter of time before Tage journalist. found his way. Like, yeah. It was a week old. We well, like, brought the mullet Lodaro back. was falling down. He was he, like out of the position. You could tell he looked that, like a ball hockey goalie on that shot. Like Tage Thompson is the guy who I think can probably aim that one timer right in the top corner when he wants. But with the way the season started, that looked like a goal that he was just trying to rip it as hard as he possibly could, and he missed his spot. Yeah, and he went far side of the net. And I agree, Vladar looked like almost surprised that it didn't just go right up 
over his ear yeah. to the right side and instead had to kind of like fall towards it. it. It was weird. But you also can't take three straight penalties and expect no. to get out of a period without allowing one against. As soon as Uyghur went to the box and you could see that look on his face, I think we all went, oh, this this one might not be it. Um, what about that hit uh, <laughs> Denny Gilbert threw on Benson where uh, mini donuts were coming out of his pocket? <laughs> and then he... Because the intermission thing that Ryan Leslie talked about. Because <laughs> he's going, because his dad's like, yeah, he, and he does it yeah. to Stampede, and you see him working the mini donuts. Yeah. So Denny Gilbert uh, just blows him up with a body check. Donuts come out of his pocket, and then makes a beautiful pass to Coronado, who then subsequently feeds Coleman with a beautiful one timer. Prettiest goal of the flame season. I don't think there's any question. Oh, the Huberto one from the game earlier, I think would be up against it. But yeah, no, the Coleman well, one time. It's just because he destroyed <laughs> him with a hit. No, I'm I'm being facetious. The oh, bad angle. I mean, the first goal. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, the first goal, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We just slid it on net and somehow Devin Levi's like, I'm going to put this Knock in. this in, yeah. Yeah. No, it was the prettiest goal. And you love to play for him, Dennis Gilbert. I, his two best games as a flame have come when he's played in Buffalo. And I don't even think it's close. Yeah. Like in his hometown. And yeah. you love to see it. Steps up, makes a big hit, turns the other way. They get the four-on-two rush. And, yeah, like you mentioned, I I love Coronado there to kind of be the late man and slow up a little bit, realizing he still had time. And he put that right on a tee for Blake Coleman. Like, a lot of times this year we've seen guys put it on back foot or front foot for a guy that wants a one-timer and then you can't get the shot off. That was right on a tee, and Coleman ripped that. That might have been the hardest shot I've ever seen Blake Coleman take. Uh, he absolutely smoked that thing into the net. Flames win four to three. So much to discuss. How about the hit on Elias Lindholm on the power play? Yeah, that he was, was a, fine. Bone was, cruncher. Oh my goodness, that was a sketchy moment. Sweet on sweet violence. He uh, had no idea that Samuelson was going to hit him because when do you get hit there? Yeah. When does the defense like, come he and got, attack he you on the boards? Into the boards. He had no idea he was coming and he was that he, danger area about a foot away from yeah. the boards. Clean hit. Better than, yeah, coming in from the front. A lot better coming in from the front. Like, yeah, yeah if that's from the back, oh, you yeah. to see a goodbye. Yeah. But, yeah, the, like like I th- the replay showed Lindholm, like, watching his pass. And then, like, <laughs> ooh. Yeah, but that's the thing, too. Like, uh, some of these hits, like, it's on the player for not protecting themselves, mm-hmm. too. Okay, mm-hmm. true. But my yeah. point here, too, on Samuelson is when do you see a defenseman on the power play chase a winger out to the boards yeah. and throw not a late hit, but a, a hit after the pass is already gone yeah and like that's an aggressive play to make on a kill all of a sudden you've left your team down to a four on three because he's gotten that aggressive which is why i think lindholm wasn't expecting it and didn't protect himself in the situation it's the same way when uh matthew kachuk was catching guys going down from the hash marks and catching them right as they tried to go around the the goal like he was catching Zach Cassian blind because no one ever does that. Yeah. You don't expect to get hit there by a winger. You don't expect to get hit there by a defenseman. It was good to see him get up and play the rest of the game, but that was a sketchy moment. You know what I thought of right away after that because his bucket got knocked off? Yeah. Where's the concussion spotter in Buffalo? Like, his head hit the boards pretty hard. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, and I'm like, are they going to, is he okay? Like, is he concussed? Like, that's the first thing I thought of. Now, and he the, was like smiling on the bench. It's like, okay. Like, the one thing that they look for is full motor function. And you didn't see anything that said he wobbled or anything like right. that. It wasn't Ron Francis after the Scott Stevens hit. Yeah, like, and I hate seeing <laughs> where that. Was, where crawling. he was crawling on the ice. Yeah, yeah. and they are trying to figure out where they are. such an incredible it's just hit. like, yeah. I didn't, you don't want to see that. No. Like a wounded animal trying to get back to its like den. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Just wasn't gonna happen. Uh-huh. Well, that's such it an just awful. Got dark. <laughs> just yeah. got dark. Yeah, Papa. No, I don't like that. That's a terrible analogy yeah, because if that's an animal and you come across it, you probably want to put it out of its misery. Yeah. If it's Francis, you're like, we gotta get this guy some help. <laughs> yeah, this guy needs help. Guy needs some uh, Tylenol. <laughs> also, uh, you think Michael Backlund? Can Can You think Michael Backlund's having some? Uh, like Twice. missing the net on a breakaway shorthanded nightmares last night. Probably a little bit. Like they won and it was good and he played well. And I liked him over shot totally at four. <laughs> but uh, miss the net. Like clear cut shorthanded breakaways. Like just put it on the net, Michael. Trying to make a move. Had to do the little, he tried the little backhand. That one slid missed off the, the net. Yeah, yeah. kind of slid off the stick. Like 
The other thing, too, here is Devin Levi seems like a guy who is very good in one-on-one situations. Hmm. Like, when the Flames were getting in kind of close and one guy against the shooter, he made quite a few big stops. And really, in the third period, I thought he kept his team in that game, too. You know what? We're bearing the lead right now. What's that? That puck was in, right? Oh, yeah. Wow. I think it was in. You know what? Let's get to the authority on this. I don't know and if I, and it I just completely bestowed this honor the upon him. I don't know if PVP was did. that in. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Oh, okay, all right. I don't think it completely crossed. There's just, not enough evidence. I think yeah, he squeezed exactly. it. I think he might the, have squeezed it. They had the shot from the the jump the scoreboard, I think, but it it, it wouldn't have shown the angle that, that was like the, an, the, the line angle that completely. was face on. Yeah, that's that the made it look like it was. It didn't cross. That the was line. from the scoreboard. Like I don't think it complete. You can't see that it crossed the line. It looked like it was going to. And he held it against uh, the post there. Enough of it. Yeah. His leg up against the curb. Like, I don't post. know. Like, again, I keep talking about this. Mm. We can have a controlled demolition of Tower 7, but we don't know <laughs> if the puck actually crosses the line in the NHL. Like, it's time to bake something into that damn puck. Because to me, that, that one well, angle where it's all like, shadowy, we don't like the way it feels. players didn't like it. We don't oh, like the, the puck feels I'm weird. like, how do Different. we not? Is there some sort of laser technology we can have? Yeah, put it in the put ice. Lasers. Put it on the line. Lasers. Yeah, laser. The problem is that every time the net gets knocked off, if you're doing a laser, you have to recalibrate. So all, all of a sudden, it's way more timing. And like, I understand what you mean. Cement the post. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm kidding. That's, yeah, I'm kidding. That was always good yeah. when the post didn't move. With Steve Eiserman's leg wrapped around it years yeah. ago. Love it. No, um, I just to me that was in like it that one angle where you're like, yeah. And again, it's one of those things where you can't reverse it because it doesn't look, it doesn't look like it. Like it was ruled no goal on the ice. Yeah, so that's it's what like, I mean. Now you're trying to find evidence. That, that puck was in. Like but, it looks so shadowy. It looks so dark. But I'm like, that's in. And you can even tell by his reaction that that thing was in. I think it was. I don't know if it completely crossed the line. I, I think it was about 75 to 80% over the line. That's kind of where I'm at. I think he was able to squeeze it without completely crossing red. Or if anything, it might have been just enough. And with it just being a shot from center ice. And I don't know if that went off the shaft of Lindholm's stick. I think it did because... Like part of no, the reason they, it no, goes they, in is Levi has his hand up thinking it's gonna go for icing. No, I think Weger just flipped it in. I think it went off Lindholm's stick and changed I, direction. I think, I think it I think it hit off the ice and had a funky uh funky bounce. Either way, Levi thought it was gonna miss the net and yeah. it obviously changed like, oh, direction God. on him. Yeah. And he had to adjust. Um but yeah, I, it might have been, but you couldn't tell on the cameras and the call was made, alas. Um, yeah, I, uh, we, we need to do something about that. Like we need to do something about that. What about making like the, the wrap, the wrap that goes around the net, make it like see-through. I don't know if you can, cause it's like white right now. Why don't you make it like a clear plastic? Maybe you can see the puck a little bit better. Yeah. There has to be a solution here, but I just hope like it window? involves lasers. Like a, like mm. a plastic window, like a, like a, Le- yeah. like a Lexan plexiglass type wrap I'm around. In. I hate it. Yeah. Like again, like we don't have to say it in this city. That he knows stuff like well, this. Rick Ball didn't. Uh, he was like Rick Ball thought that was yeah, it. Exactly. He said Martin Jelena. Yeah, like it wasn't as obvious as the O four. That's for yeah, sure. O four was obvious. O four was blatant obvious. You know, I've had proper video review. I was floating around on social media the other day. Frustrating. Gosh, stupid. It. At what at what point do you have to get over it? Well, it's the same thing with Just like with up. the high stick. I'm never gonna get over it. You, yeah. That's enough out of it's you. It's the same thing with the high stick, the Gilmore high stick. Like I'm over Mix it, so, but, uh, but when know. it pops up in my feed, I'm still gonna be like, this is, are you "Kidding me? This again? I hate this." Yeah, we all have our biggest, <clears throat> yeah, our biggest sports regrets. Uh huh. Um, oh four, a lot of Flames fans remember that. Is there well, like what's the second most? For Flames fans? Yeah. Oh, I've... Like, I just keep hearing 4 Regellan, and I understand. I've seen it. I watched the game. I'm just saying, what is the second biggest regret for Flames fans? It's not a... I smell a text question. There's one. It's not like a big thing. But I go back to the 08 playoffs, first round. They were playing San Jose. They were leading game three or game four, they had a chance to go up 3-1 against the Sharks, but then uh, the Sharks score two goals late. Like, Joe Thornton gets mm. the winner with, like, 10 seconds. They tie the series, and then San Jose wins in seven. 
That's one that's most recent. Like the Flames had a chance to go three one against the two seeded Sharks in the 08 playoffs. Um. Uh, I think of like player movement. That too. That kind of comes to mind. Like the Jerome McGinley trade comes to mind. It's and, no, I'm on the ice. Yeah. Like every organization, every team has made bad deals and bad draft picks. That's that's fine. But you just brought one up. The, uh, the missed high stick by Kerry Fraser, mm-hmm. Wayne Gretzky on Doug Gilmore in mm-hmm. the 93 playoffs, which is the greatest season of NHL hockey ever. 92-93. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's the second? Yeah, here's another one. Uh, that when they were really good in 93 and 94, they lose to San Jose and Vancouver. Like, they're, another like, one. That was the problem, George. Like, they be- haven't before, had a chance to before get... Before 2004, yeah. I didn't even know what playoff hockey was. Like, it was just at... It was from 80... It was eight, it's 89. It's 04. It's like, first I, round exits, like, everything in between. I remember, was it... Was it eighty? Was it ninety against the Kings, where that Mike Krushelnitsky overtime goal is just floating over Mike Vernon into the net? Mm-hmm. They did lose to the Kings in the divisional semifinals in nineteen ninety. Yeah, that's when Gretzky had his first run. But these are all first round exits too, right? Is it, like, there's nothing dramatic like, there's in like no, a conference nothing, final. Or, yeah, like that was that yeah. was Game Six of the Cup Final. Yeah. That changes everything. Just like in that same year. When There's nothing even close to that. Game no. two, after the Kings beat the Habs 4-1 in game one, uh, Jacques Demers, they knew Marty McSorley's yeah. stick was illegal. Yeah. And they measured it right at the end, and McSorley was still using it. Gets a penalty for that. Habs score. Uh, Eric Desjardins scores. Desjardins! And the Habs win in overtime again. But, like, what's that That's moment? That's so good. That's so good. The illegal stick. You know what? I'm still sour. I love that. I'm still sour over that series in 11 between the Habs and the Bruins, mm-hmm. where the Bruins won, like, two over, three overtime games. Is this the Bruins Cup And they here? won the Cup, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Tim Thomas himself said that was the toughest series they had to play. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. it was the toughest on the entire run. Yeah, the, the young Max Pacioretty, Thomas Mechanics. Was that Halak? P.K. Subban. P.K. Subban no, was, was still there. Price. Okay. That was Price. Yeah, it would have been Carey Price. Ten was Price. Ten was Halak. Ten was, yeah, Camilleri's run. Where they had no business oh, beating yeah. Pittsburgh Cam and Washington. Larry was there. 13 and they got smoked by Philadelphia in the conference final. Yeah. Uh, that was a 7-8 and eight seed matchup in the East Final. Yeah. Year. That's when... Uh, Would and Brendan then, Gallagher have been there already, no. too? Or that's a little early for Gallagher? Uh, I feel like he's... I don't, might have been real early in his career. He's got to be like 32 now. 31, hopefully. Uh, Dennis, uh, 1990. Uh, Dennis Morrow, Kings versus Flames. Gilmore disallowed goal in overtime. Uh, again, like Stevens on Lindros never been the same. Yeah, I know that, but like, like, I'm surprised that not even our text line could answer this question. There's not really, man. Like, like you <laughs> get first again, round. It losses, also makes me sad. Don't hurt as much. Yeah, it makes me sad. We won the West in 1819 and got bounced in the first round. Uh, yeah, the, the young Avs coming in here, Macar. We won game, game one and then got. Well, I know because I did a week. I did a week of shows here in 18. Um, that did but suck. Yet, that GBP did... brings up a good point. Like, and that was one where the Flames it, were like, "We want the Avs." Every time, it's like when the Flames, it's it's a vet. Like the Flames get upset in the first round when they're a high seed. It's just the way it goes. Pavel Outside Bur- of Pavel Bure's overtime goal, where he helicopters his stick. Yeah, that was a great goal. Game seven overtime. Matt is just <laughs> rubbing his head right now. <laughs> I hate this. They won yesterday. What are we doing? No, but like I, I want to know. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, it's fair. We don't have any. There's nothing. I, I think we, we, we've done what the exercise. Day. It's done. <laughs> what a perfect day to have Pat Steinberg on the show. Maybe yeah, he knows. Maybe yeah, that's what I moment. mean. Yeah. Mr. Calgary Flame himself probably Thanks has a man. tramp stamp tattoo. No, like what? What of is fl- the second most disappointing? Is that just like a random guess? Just let it go. Okay. Just what is the second most disappointing Calgary Flames moment on the ice? Like we know, oh four, Jelena got it. Was it in or not? There's nothing like, else. There isn't. It's done. What about nothing. What about the Gretzky shot over Vernon's shoulder in '88 when he found out Janet was pregnant with Paulina? That's just Gretzky. That's just Gretzky doing Gretzky. He's still things. winding up taking that slap shot. <laughs> It took that long. They also For a Wayne Gretzky slap they shot. They also got swept in that series. So it's like, uh, yeah. Yeah, this makes me sad. 
Yeah, why? Well, let's let's move on then. It's fine. We don't have to right. go down this road anymore. What do you got coming up in the Rose Report? I got heaps. We got lots of hockey. Oh, we got hockey. Matt, Mad J. Woodcroft. Great <laughs> oh, game in the bad. NFL yesterday. It was. Very good. Uh, some good baseball playoffs. We had our first walk-off win in the baseball postseason. Let's go D-backs. What was that? I said, let's go D-backs. What was the voice there? Let's go D-backs. Mm, like a you in Arizona? I mean, what is that? I just Are want you a that sun s- devil. I, sound no. like you go to ASU. Yeah, that kind of stuff sound like a the sun devil, I guess. Can cool. I just what does like, a sun devil sound like? Can I, I just say, I've, like I've been to Tempe. Yeah. My God. Hot? Yes. Hot mm. both ways. I bet. So damn hot. Where's that drop? <laughs> Do we have what? that? I don't know. I just... What drop is that? Do you so know? damn hot. <laughs> <laughs> what drop is that? I just made we it can for make you. It's it's hot. Hot. So damn hot. I just made it for you. Thank you. I don't know where it's from. So damn hot. So damn hot. It's too hot out here for a penguin. Anyway, uh <laughs> what? Billy Madison. Oh yeah, right. And that part where Chris what? Farley does like the penguin move. Oh at yeah, the he's end. like dancing with the penguin. Yeah. Oh that's great. He grabs its bill. Yeah. It's great. What a pole. Great job. That was my favorite Billy Adam Madison's Sandler movie. Yeah. That's your favorite Adam Sandler movie, yep. Billy Madison? Yep. Mine's Longest Yard. Mm. Sports movie. Like, there's a very... There's, there's, like, Happy Gilmore is really good. I know, but I, I I can just... I can play that in my mind. I don't even have to watch it. Like, like oh, let's watch Happy Gilmore. Just sit back and just play it in my mind. I know that movie so damn well. Oh, I got nothing to do. I'm going to play. Go play Happy Gilmore, Gilmore in my, in my mind. mind. And go to bed. Just like sitting. I'm just going to stare out the window. Him. Hey, what are you doing? Watching a movie in my mind. Up and down and around. Great. Old Chubbs. All right. Friday. Morning Report. Morning Report. Calgary Flames game day brought to you by Country Hills Toyota. Pre-game with Pat Steinberg at 4 p.m. Mm. Puck drop with Derek Wills and Megan Mickelson. Goes at 5 p.m. Yes, sir. And uh, yes, we have an sir. announcement to make after the break. We do? I yeah. know. Yeah, what you're you talking do. About. Yeah. We're all getting fired today. <laughs> Friday, though. Hooray! We don't get fired no, no, on yeah. Friday. Friday. No, Rogers doesn't fire people on Friday. It'd be like Tuesday or Wednesday. I know. Because I've been let go on Nothing beats when you're, hey, come on. I wonder over why they don't use that anymore. And the HR person sitting there, like, I know what this is about. Uh. <laughs> All right. You haven't made it so you've been fired in this business. Did you know that? No. Mama, we haven't made it yet. You know, um, you know Delilah, who does all the FM? Delilah. You know her? Syndicated radio host in the United States. No. And people call in about like, you don't know who Delilah is? No. GVP knows who Delilah is. No, 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 no sir. I was so, Delilah. No, sir. Syndicated radio host in the U.S. Delilah. who doesn't do sports. Why would I know Delilah? Okay, but I'm, 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 I like radio. Like I know, I know Casey Kasem, but he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, but I don't know who has his body. It's really weird. <laughs> so that was really Family's weird. fighting over it. No, it's really weird. So um, <laughs> Delilah. keep getting distracted with the most random things yeah. today. This Delilah. is absurd. It's, it's the cough syrup I'm taking. <laughs> so Delilah, Delilah has been fired 17 times. Oh, and like she's like the most popular like mm. evening syndicated radio host in the United States. Huh. Delilah, you can make my no, not the Rogers. Mm. Oh, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, you like if you play. Okay, we'll play a little bit of Delilah. No, why? Oh, Just so you know, because you know you've heard her. Delilah. I probably have. Delilah Renee. Yeah. All right. Let's go to the break. We got an announcement to make too. Big show. Russick and Rose. We should have like somebody singing our thing. The big show. Like we're on like star. They should do that too. It's the big show with yeah. Russick and Rose. Yeah, we should have that. Russick and Rose in the morning. Yeah, we'll play the Delilah song thing. Okay. And then we should we should do one for the big show. Okay, there we go. The big yeah. show. It's the big show. A little stinger. Yeah. A little radio stinger. Yep. People are getting mad right now. I haven't even looked at the text line, but I don't care. It's, this show's for us. No, they keep just putting in like disappointing flames and like. Gold Jack Joe's happy shooting. Yeah, give me your and give me your second most disappointing flames moment ever. 960, 960, name and location. All right. It's the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. Uh the Rose Report is straight ahead. Flames with a four three win last night in Buffalo. Uh, we got an announcement to make. And also, um, 
the Delilah stuff I was talking about mm. that you guys guarantee you've heard somehow, some way. I'm going to go with a no. Um, GVP was uh, searching some of this. GVP, how, how calm and soothing was it? Very calm and soothing. Yeah. You want to play some of it now? We can, yeah. Give me a sec. Why are you shaking your head? We got a lot of stuff. It's already 8.39 or 6.39. You've eaten up all my morning report time already. Yeah, but we don't have a 7. I guess. I thought all right, we... fine. We'll do it after. I'm sorry. I... Someone needs to be calm and smooth with yeah, Delilah. Soothing, yeah. Maddie's all upset. He's all ornery right now. Yeah. yeah so... I have so been ornery. Up? I've been fired up all week. Why are you so cranky? I don't know. Stop smoking. Not drinking as much. <laughs> Everyone's all pessimistic about this flame season. The whole damn thing's just getting started. And it's driving me nuts. Wow. If you want how I really feel, I'm tired of the pessimism of this city of sports fans. You, you know what probably make you feel better? What? Some Delilah. No, a little left-handed cigarette make me feel real good. Nope. Tell you that right now. Yeah, I can't Delilah wait for that make later. You feel better. It's weekend now. My Woo! goodness. Delilah. Ten o'clock. You here yet? <sighs> Just play the just play the Delilah. Delilah. Don't play Delilah. Just play the, the singing of her song of her thing. Delilah, play that. Delilah. In the car, drive. You're a little tired. No, 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 no. Don't play her. Things. Just play that the, when they sing her thing. Delilah. All right, maybe not. <laughs> you can't figure. Did you? Did you? Delilah. There, there. Yeah. yeah. We need something like that Good. for the big show. Yeah. The right on. Big Show. We need something like that. Okay. All right, more Delilah straight ahead. We'll find uh, it. The morning report is brought to you by MotorWorks. If you own a BMW, choose MotorWorks for service and repair. So gladly match it, then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Avenue, 3rd Street, Southeast. Marty Rose. Matt Rose. Matt Rose. Adam Rose. Rose and Bloom. Matty Rose. Yeah, good morning, friends. Flames and Sabres from yesterday. We got all the details. They're in Columbus tonight. Their first back-to-back of the season. The rest of the NHL sked. Week 7 of the NFL is underway. And a couple of playoff baseball games. Plus, it's a Friday. All sorts of local stuff. We're riding this train right into the weekend. We are going to start with the Flames taking on the Sabres. How about an early lead? Slides a left wing side to Jonathan Huberto. Bounces it across. Anderson a shot tipped and then kicked away. Rebound. They score. Devin Levi made a right pad save but had no idea where the puck was. And Jonathan Huberto was able to deposit it into the back of the Sabres net. Yeah, there you go. A little plucky goal. Goes off the goaltender and in. Sabres would tie it off a rush gone wrong for Calgary later. Eric Johnson, a high shot through a screen, tied the game after a pretty dominant start for the Flames. And then it was the fourth line who chipped in. Anderson back to Hannafin with a blast, and that one just misses. Now Sharon Govich has it and centers it in front. Dewar to Sharon Govich. He scores! On a beautiful passing play, Yegor Sharon Govich puts the puck in front. And I believe Walker Dewar was the last flame to touch it. Yes, sir. He sure was. These guys were great yesterday. Fourth line outstanding. Unfortunately, the Flames could not escape the period with the lead. Tage Thompson on the power play, uh, able to tie the game. He gets his first goal. The PK streak ends. Great puck retrieval by that fourth line to set up that 2-1 goal. Yes. Incredible shift. They had several on that shift that yep. led to turnovers. It was Greer or Sharon Govich with active yep. sticks or board battles. Yep. Um, the power play goal by Thompson. Mm-hmm. That probably shouldn't have gone in. Ladar, he was falling backwards. I know. It, didn't, looked it looked awkward and weird, but I'm never going to say a 50-goal score on a cross-crease one-timer yeah, you'd like a save there, but like, I don't know. I don't think Thompson hit his spot, which I think might have thrown Vladar off a little bit too. It's just a bad way to end the streak. That's yeah. kind of what I'm getting at here. The Flames were perfect on the PK, and it's just a bad way to end it. Because again, it's the only power play goal they let in last night. And the only reason that I think it went in is because the penalty killers were exhausted. They had already had to kill three penalties. And you know what's crazy, George? If that penalty had been called seven seconds later, they would have had a TV timeout, and I wonder if it would have been different because the killers would have got two minutes Wow, that's an incredible point by you. Galaxy brain up here. Wow. In the second, biggest moment for me, the hit on Elias Lindholm. Flames run the power play. Lindholm puts the puck back to the point. Matias Samuelson just comes over and runs him through the boards. Didn't look like he was expecting it. He went to the bench. He lost his helmet. 
Didn't look good, but he ended up fine. So that was good in the end, I guess. In the third period, how about this? Another early lead for your Calgary Flames? My goodness. It's dumped, and now Gilbert will step up and pick up the puck and bringing it up to left wing side. Gilbert drops it. Coronado, far side. Coleman scores! On a beautiful three-way passing play, Blake Coleman rips the puck past Devin Levi. Ah, yeah, Denny Gilbert starting the rush. In his hometown of Buffalo. Yeah. Big hit on Benson. Leads the rush. I love the play from Coronado to be the fourth man late. Puts it on a tee. Coleman with the ripper. Can I just, uh, can I have a side note here? Yeah, on something means. that I've been doing in my life on, on a personal level. Okay. Anytime I meet somebody with a clear accent from like, you know, England or Australia, somebody with a very pronounced accent. You try and copy it as soon as you meet them? No. Oh. I go, oh, that's a beautiful accent. I go, where are you from? Buffalo, New York? <laughs> And I just chuckled to myself. JJ Paterka <laughs> tied the game shortly after that. Uh, just a nice shot from the slot under the bar. But, 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 no overtime. And now Dubé gets cross-checked out of the ice by Clifton, who gets away with one. Ruzhitska shoots and scores! The puck pops out in front of the net, right to Adam Ruzhitska! Yeah, Dylan Dubé wins a board battle against two Sabres. He gets the puck to Kadri, who does like a... I, it wasn't a good pass. It was like a little flip to him, but it also meant that Rizicka had like a knuckle puck shot and Levi couldn't control it. And there you go. 4-3. That's your final score as well. First road win of the season. How to be, lads? Yeah, I thought uh, I thought Dan Ladar after a shaky, shaky first period uh, looked good. Uh, the rest wasn't of the as way, shaky as Devin Levi. No, Devin Levi did not look good. Um, fourth line was terrific last night. Mm-hmm. They brought a lot of energy. They used their speed. Uh, I really like what I saw out of the fourth line last night. I thought the penalty kill got a lot of chances. Michael Backlund with a pair of breakaways, like misses the net on both of them. He was good last night. Um, just a, a solid team win. And again, you, you think of that game in Washington, probably should have won that game. Mm-hmm. They dominated the Penguins for two periods in Pittsburgh mm-hmm. before like, they just fell apart in the third period and lost the game. They probably shouldn't have lost there. Correct. And full marks for the win last night in Buffalo. And mm-hmm. Flames winning games, and they still haven't looked at their best. But this one team that's carried on from the uh, the Daryl Sutter uh, school of uh, starting on time, the team does start on time a lot. Yep. They, they get do. off to great starts. Especially and, on the road. Yeah, and, that's, and that's, a, that's a good calling card for this team. And they've carried over into this season. If there's one thing you want to carry over from last season, yeah. and not the like debilitating one goal overtime and shootout losses, or the first goals against, yes, yeah, it's start on time. Yeah, like Mike Babcock says. Flames tonight in Columbus. They got the Blue Jackets. Jacob Markstrom should start after it was Dan Fladar yesterday against the Swords. Five o'clock start. Pat's pregame goes in what twenty-five minutes? Here he gets on the air. Something Pretty much. Time. Four o'clock is when Flames pregame goes. Flames talk goes at two. You can watch this one on Sportsnet 1 tonight. Sportsnet West is going to have the Grand Slam at Curling. They'll also play Sunday at 3 to close out this five-game road trip. Also on the schedule today, just one other game, Devils and Islanders. That'll be a 5.30 start. That's because yesterday was crazy busy. How about the Oilers taking on the Flyers? Turnovers, costly in this one, and not turnovers for the Flyers. Up the ice comes Sean Walker. He's got Fierby with him. Couturier late. Took the shot. He scores! Post-time! Sean Walker buries one. It's a shorty to boot. The Flyers take the 3-1 lead. Yeah, the former Arizona Coyote and L.A. King, Sean Walker, I think. One of them for sure. Maybe both. McDavid turns the puck over. Walker goes the other way. He makes it 3-1. Cam Atkinson scored two goals as the Oilers lose 4-1. And Jay Woodcroft was not happy. Not to our standard. Yeah, certainly. F- uh, not, not good enough. Excuse my language. Yeah. I don't know Too why bad. the F-bomb had to be in there, but... Um, mad. All I kept seeing... Punctuating. On, <laughs> all I kept saying on Oilers uh, Twitter yesterday was, uh, well, I saw a copper bust. Okay. A lot of that. I saw Mick bust. I'm like, all right, slow down. Like, a little bit. <laughs> I don't really think he's a bust. <laughs> Connor Bedard's going to be way better. We all know that, sure. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh Yeah. Too bad for the Oilers. Yeah, Full start. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Canucks lightning down in Tampa. Canucks took a bad loss to those same Flyers in their previous game. Rick Tuchet flamed his club after. Use the S word, George. Soft. In this game, they actually led 2-1 after Tyler Myers' ripper, but then the Cooch show started. Eagle protects it. 
Feeds Kucherov right circle. Center point Radish. Shoots. Blocked away by Demko. Hagel follows up. Golfs to Kucherov right circle. Kucherov right circle. Kucherov holds. Shoot score! Kucherov! And it's 3-2 Lightning with 3.08 left in the second. You know, God bless Dave Michigan. It's October, and he's getting that jacked up for a regular season goal. Yeah, but what would happen if Kudrov scored twice? In the left corner. Right circle, Kudrov score! Kudrov is second goal tonight, but Nick Paul made that play. Yep. He's enjoying himself. Canucks win it 4-2, or pardon me, Canucks fall 4-2 to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Leafs-Panthers, second round rematch down in Florida. George, you know what I love? Alternate revenue streams. Mm. Oliver Ekman Larson, he's got a couple of them. Ekman Larson rattles a backhand to the end boards, picked up again by Reinhardt. Over to the far circle, Barkov up top. It's Ekman Larson, a shot, and he scores! That's his first as a cat. Obviously getting paid for the buyout in Vancouver and now yep. getting league men to play with the Panthers as well. Hell Double yeah. dipping, score goals against the Leafs. Did you, see, uh, did you see the Panthers fans were chanting, we want Florida? They were yeah. chanting, we want Florida like again. Yeah. You got Florida. <laughs> They're getting it, man. There's way more fans in Florida than I think there ever has been in my time really mm. understanding that they were part of the league. Still a bad sports state. Yeah, that's accurate. That's really accurate. The Miami Heat rule all. And even then. Oh. Hmm. Yeah, they need to be winning for them to show. Yeah, them and the Dolphins. In Minnesota, Pierre-Luc Dubois scored goals 12 seconds apart. The Kings won that one. They would turn that into a 7-3 victory. Leo Carlson made his debut yesterday for the Anaheim Ducks. He was oh. the second overall pick in the most recent draft. He would score a goal, but the Ducks would lose to the Dallas Stars. Uh, what else can I tell you here? Connor Bedard held off the score sheet for the first time. They were oh. shut out by the uh, the Colorado Avalanche for nothing. Coyotes had five multi-point efforts as they beat the Blues 6-2. to two. Yeah, And they're... Igor Shesterkin got chased for the first time this season by the Predators. Mm. Preds won that one 4-1. to one. Whole bunch of other scores, too. Go find it on your phone. Did you do the Vegas game? I did not do the Vegas game. Vegas was... They won again. 5-3. Yes, they're, they're undefeated. Bust. Are they going to lose ever again? Logan Thompson was, was the five reason they won that one. 36-39 for Logan Thompson. Yeah, yesterday. he was really like, good. Stanley Cup hangover? No, sir. Also, They're the just a buzzsaw. Also, the Kraken aren't that good. Okay. Oh, wait. The Kraken played Carolina. Who did the Golden Knights have yesterday? Jets. Winnipeg. Oh. They beat them 5-3. 3-3 late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. 5 and Jack Eichel scored the, the winner. Yeah. Appleton fell down. Yep. <laughs> he just fell? Well, he, he kind of his stick kind of got like hooked. It kind of looked like a trip from the camera and the fans mm. were were calling for it, but then the it showed the back angle. It was like it wasn't a trip. It was kind of like the sticks just got linked and then Appleton fell, the puck went to Vegas and they scored on the power play. Football yesterday. Week 7 in the NFL got underway. Saints, Jags, Trevor Lawrence did play in this game. Both teams in the running to win their division after a third of the year. Jags got out to a big lead off a couple of Travis Etienne touchdowns. They extended that lead in the second half with defense this time. Four-man rush, dropping his car, looking, steps forward, fires to the middle of the field, and that ball is picked off by Foye Aluakun off the deflection to the 15 as he runs it back to the 10, to the 5. Angles for the pylon. Touchdown! Foye Aluakun brought back the deflected interception for the score. So that made it 24 to 9, but the Saints just ripped back. Taysom Hill would have a touchdown to start the fourth quarter. That would get them within one score. Next drive, they go three and out. This was the one where Derek Carr overthrows Chris Olave because he stopped running on a route, and you could see him yelling, what are you doing at the sideline? <laughs> yep. Whew. Then you had a Michael Thomas touchdown on the next drive. They converted the two points, so it was tied again. But then Christian Kirk caught a deep bomb. That got the Jags a lead again. Saints go all the way down the field. They get into the red zone. Time running out. Throw to Foster Morrow. Wide open in the end zone. Dropped it. Off his hands and dropped. Saints lose. Um, Did you see the call by Al Michaels on the Christian Kirk? Touchdown, the 44-yard scamper. No. So Michael's like, oh, he stepped out of bounds. It's like, Al, he didn't step out at all. Oh, at the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're no, like, oh, he's, he's out at the one. Oh, no, actually, he he's touchdown. in. And like when you yeah. watch the replay, he wasn't even close. Yeah. <laughs> like, Al- did he have the meat sweats? Oh, and didn't old. see after his, you know, halftime steak? Oh, he's, uh, a little porterhouse for you? Uh, by the way, mm-hmm. we ever talked about the, the panel Thursday Night Football? Not good. 
No, it's not. No, too much fake laughing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, ah, Gonzalez, Patrick, Sunday, like uh, Whitworth. Oh yeah, those yeah. boys. Yeah. Although I do like Chris Thompson. I think she's good. I don't know. I never watch halftime. Oh, okay. Just or the pregame show. Skip through, or I'm going over to baseball or hockey yeah, during intermissions. Studio show. I have like the studios now. I just. Yeah. I have no I'd time rather for watch them. like five ten minutes. Plus, okay. George, I'm pretty sure I know everything that there is to know. Probably so fine. Uh, yeah, Jags are five and two. Saints are three and four. Good group. Lots of conference uh, cross conference play this weekend. Five divisional games. We got no double digit spreads. Some favorites for me: Falcons, Bucks, Lions, Ravens. Those both in the early set. Steelers, Rams. In the second set, Chargers, Chiefs, Dolphins, Eagles on Sunday Night Football. That's gonna be sexy. Stampeders have a big game tonight. Boy, oh boy, they're on the road to battle the Lions. This begins Week 20 of the CFL season. Stamps win and the Riders lose on Saturday. Calgary gets in the playoffs. If both Stamps and Riders have the same result this weekend, the third playoff team will be decided next week. If Calgary loses and the Riders beat the Argos on Saturday, the Stampeders will miss the playoffs for the first time in 18 seasons. Mm. Good news for the depth chart. Reggie Bagleton is back. Star receiver looking to make an impact. Tyson Middlemost is also healthy. He'll replace Rice and John. Bryce Bell back from the six-game injured list. He's the sixth lineman for this game. But another option, he was really good before he hurt his foot. Finally, Mike Moore also back, replaces Terrell McLean, who hits the six-game injured list. Stamps and Lions at 8 o'clock in BC Place. You can settle in for six hours straight of commercialized sports. Not bad. Yeah, two different channels, lots of commercials. It's like Red Zone, but basically a lot different. Baseball playoffs. A couple of games yesterday. Began with the Diamondbacks and the Phillies. Game three. Zona trying to get their first one into the series as they returned to their home crowd. How about the showing? For 25-year-old Brandon Fodd, five and two-third innings of shutout ball, two hits, nine strikeouts. He becomes the first pitcher ever to have back-to-back postseason starts with no earned runs against and no walks. Is that good? I don't know. He's 25. Is that good to do it at such a young age? I mean, that's pretty impressive. Also, a little bit of a Jose Barrios thing. He was lifted after only 67 pitches. And he was dealing, too. And he, yeah, he had nine Ks. And he had the postseason record. Yeah, like, it's like I we guess can't face Schwarber for a third time. Which, like, Schwarber I get does. I got third people, time through the order for sure. Schwarber's figured that guy Here's out. Here's the thing. If you're going to make a call like that, your bullpen has to be sharp. Yep. yep. And they were. Paul Sewold in the ninth was really good. He gave the Diamondbacks a chance to walk this thing off. The 0-1. Swing and a line drive. Base hit. Center field. Racing home is Payment Smith. Ketel Marte and the Diamondbacks walk it off. And Arizona is back in this series. The Diamondbacks win it 2-1, and this series is now 2-1. I um, went on Twitter after, and I just punched in Craig Kimbrell. Went for a scroll. Yeah. Oh, lovely stuff. Mm. Good stuff. Another blown slave for Craig. Blown save for Craig Kimbrell. 2-1 the final score. Fast, <laughs> uh, laptops and tablets getting smashed all over MLB headquarters as the Diamondbacks make this uh, series, maybe, for a bit. Sure. Sure. Yeah, must win. Tonight, Phillies and Diamondbacks go just after 6. That'll be preempted by the Rangers and Astros as they play game 5 at 3.07. Did you hear about the roof drama between the two Texas teams? No. Oh, somebody wanted the roof open? So here's the deal. The roof was open yesterday in Texas, in Arlington. Yep. And I only mentioned that because it was reported that the two Texas clubs had agreed to keep the roof closed for all games in the series. But the weather was good enough that the Rangers were technically allowed. And they said, kick rocks with your pinky promises. We had our fingers crossed. The roof is open. Not a, not a boo-boo. This is what uh, Dusty Baker said about it pregame. We were told that there was an agreement that we wouldn't have it, you know, the roof open in either place. And so I don't know what changed. <laughs> okay. What changed is the Rangers wanted to get a little bit of mind games going. Both like teams gave up three runs from their starters, but this one got cracked open in the fourth. Here's the pitch. Swing and a drive. Three-pointer from way downtown. Palakaye, si senor, Abreu. A three-run shot. Believe it or not, that's the Astros call. Yeah. 
They would take a 7-4 lead after that. Rangers looked to add more, but uh, double play to end the inning after that. Liner to first, then the tag on Marcus Simeon. Did you see this? It hit his batting glove yeah, in his the pocket. pointer finger. Yeah. Still called out. The Astros end up winning 10-3. They even up the series ahead of Game 5 in Arlington. They're doing the 2-3-2 split for that series. After that, then they'll go home for Game 6 and maybe 7 in Houston. Speaking of playoffs, Patty, Cavalry this weekend. Oh, here we go. How you feeling? Do or die? Yeah. Win, uh, win and you're off to the final in Hamilton. If you lose, your, your season's over. Uh, it's it's going to be tough. Like I, Pacific is a team that's been playing a lot of good ball. They've been playing a lot lately, so I wonder if you can take advantage of maybe they are too tired. But again, playoffs, it's all about momentum. They've been playing hot, so... Cavs got to get off to a good start. They were really good in the first 20, 25 minutes against Forge. Couldn't put it away. A mistake led to the first goal. So they got to get something early. Hmm. You don't want to keep this thing dragging out. Nothing, nothing into the late stages because that's when you can get into some trouble. But uh, should be a good crowd out there on, on Saturday. Going to have Tommy join me at 9 to do Sweet. a little preview. So it'll be fun. 2 o'clock start on Saturday yes. down the Echo Field at Spruce Meadows. The Wranglers continue their season opening road trip this weekend. Abbotsford Canucks at 8 o'clock tonight and on Saturday. They are 1-0-1 on the season. Hitman with a couple of games this weekend. Back at home from the road trip out east. They host the Seattle Thunderbirds. Last year's league champion. That's a 7 o'clock start tonight. Uh, Sam Costantino released his October prospect rankings. Two Hitmen in the top 30. Oh, nice. Carter Yakumchuk at 20, and uh, Carson Wetch, one of their forwards, listed at number 26 as well. Could have two first-rounders this year. Also wanted to mention for the AJ, the Calgary Canucks are on a three-game road trip. The Okotoks Oilers are also up on a roadie. They play a combination of the Fort Mac Oil Barons, Spruce Grove Saints, and Sherwood Crusaders this weekend. What? Yeah, there's all sorts of stuff on the go. Also, uh, we usually do Florida Friday. I wanted to get to this, guys. It's not a long story. It's just a quick one. Um, there was a wanted Florida man who tried to trick deputies uh, down in Polk County, Florida. Mm-hmm. Now, I think we've all heard of people trying to fool police officers, changing their identity, you know, hiding in different places. Down in Polk, Polk County, deputies got a tip that Johnny Yates was hiding out at a, at a home. They went to the place on Saturday, and uh, upon arrival, there was a dry erase board out front of the house. Okay. The board read, Johnny Yates does not live here. Oh. Which might be one of the more creative ways to try and hide from the police. Yep. Just a whiteboard that says, I'm not hiding here. Uh, The police officers were undeterred. Someone came out and told them, in fact, that our boy Yates was inside. The deputies used the loudspeaker to call for him. He did not answer. So they tear gassed the home. Four people came out. He yep. was not in there. Oh, They tear gassed the home again. And then they found him hiding in a modified chest of drawers. I'm going to go down a limb and say a sign that says, I'm not living here. Yeah. Is a pretty did giveaway that you are, in mm, fact. Uh, the old one, two, three fake street. Yeah. I like that. Almost got him. And good night and good luck to you, sir. Uh, that reminds me of the famous Jack Nicholson quote. There's only two people in your life you should lie to. The police and your girlfriend. All right. Because they lied to the police in that one? Yep. Uh, Rose Report brought to you by Motorworks. If you own a BMW, choose Motorworks for service and repairs. They'll gladly match and then beat any competitor's price by 10% on 51st Ave and 3rd Street Southeast. Straight ahead, we got an announcement to mm. make. More on the Flames 4-3 win in Buffalo last night. Uh, we'll talk to Frank Saravalli at 730. It's all straight ahead. It's the Big Show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan.